Thank you for joining us for Working Through the Word, a ministry of the Richmond Church of Christ. Let's join our pulpit minister, Mike Johnson, as he brings today's lesson. Imagine this scenario if it is even possible. Two brothers are at home. They're going to get some cake. And one brother begins to campaign that he be given the smaller one so his brother can have the bigger one. Can you even imagine that happening? Or how about when you've been involved with, you know how it works, somebody's got to do it. Well, how are we going to figure it out? Well, we're going to draw straws. Who gets to do it? The one who draws the shortest straw. There's something about us. Most of the time, we don't think about wanting what is the least, the smallest, or the less. We think about much and more and greater. Today, I want us to notice the contrast between those who do much with little, but then tonight, those who do little with much. It works out well that we're going to have some new deacons installed today because they want me to put much in little by cutting some of the time for the sermon. So there's going to be much in little. Think with me, if you will, about this concept. You know, I think that God has always been partial to the little guy. God has always thought about the little guy, mostly because humans, in comparison to him, are the little guy. But when God has been partial to the little guy, he gives us many examples in Scripture of that very thing. And I think about God saying to Moses, I want you to lead my people. Moses was a little guy and he said, Lord, they don't know me. They're not going to believe me, the little guy. When God's people were in trouble because the Midianites had come in and had taken all of their stuff, they were holding them in a state of fear. They would ride down and steal all of their harvest. God was going to send a judge and he said, Gideon, I want you to go. And Gideon said, wait a minute, Lord, I'm a little guy. I'm the smallest member of my family, the smallest clan of the smallest tribe. You don't want me. I'm a little guy. When God decided to appoint Saul as the first king because the people wanted it. Oh yes, he was the tall guy, head and shoulders above everybody, but he said of himself... I can't do this. This is not me. Nobody knows me. 
when David was going to be the king of God's people, he thought he was a little guy. He was going to marry first before he became king, Saul's daughter. Saul was going to present her to him. And he said, who am I that I should be son-in-law to the king? I'm just a little guy. But David said, or God said, David, you can do this. And Jeremiah, oh man, here's a guy that had problems. Here's a guy that God called and said, I want you to speak to my people. They're going off into captivity, and I want you to warn them. I want you to take their message. And he said, oh, Lord God, wait a minute. I'm a little guy. I can't speak. I'm just a child. God's partial to the little guy. Because God knows that it doesn't matter if you're the little guy. You can get it done. Moses led his people out of Egypt. Gideon secured God's people in the land as a great judge. Saul set up the kingdom in a great way that when David came along, he made it even better. Jeremiah, he could last being thrown in a mud pit up to his armpits because nobody wanted to listen to his message, but he survived it. God appreciates the little. Turn with me, if you will, to the text that was just read. And I want us to think for just a moment about how do people with little do much? If I come across in my life and I think, oh, I'm little, I'm nothing, there's not much I can do, how do you accomplish much when you are little? Notice our text. And think, if you will, with me about this woman and what it took for her being little to do so much that through 2,000 years, people have read her story. They have been encouraged and uplifted by what she did. This little woman did much because Number one, she did not engage in comparative thinking. The text simply opens and says that Jesus was watching and there were many people coming by putting in a lot of money. I'm still fascinated by a statement that Paul Sowards made many years ago. He had found, in his opinion, that there were places at the temple, there were these brass pots. They were around the temple, and when people came in to give, they would dump their coins in the brass pots. 
And because of the way they were made and because of the material out of which they were made, they made a great noise. And the more coins you dropped in, the greater the noise would be. And there's Jesus sitting. And all of these people are dumping coin after coin after coin. And she took two little coins and put them in. I wonder if they even made a sound. I wonder if anybody but Jesus even noticed that she had done it. She didn't start her comparative thinking, I'm not as good as they are. I'm not as blessed as they are. I'm not in some way every one of us are or have experienced what it means to be little. And if you want to do much with little, you can't have the attitude of comparatively thinking about you as compared to somebody else. You just do what you do. And you can do much from little. Number two, this woman was not intimidated by all that money that was placed in those pots. She just walked right up and threw them in. She wasn't afraid that somebody would laugh. She wasn't afraid that somebody would criticize her and say, you know, we really don't need that. And you probably need it more than we do. Why don't you just keep it? Sometimes people in the church are intimidated by others who do what they perceive to be great and wonderful things. God doesn't want us to be intimidated. He just wants us to do what we do, not what somebody else does. Number three, she thought in her head, the value of what I'm doing is as good as the value of what they're doing. It's the same. It's easy for us at Richmond to get an illustration of this from little Ed. I was waiting on that one. Let me think about it. What did he do? He just swept and cleaned. What did I do? I preach the gospel. I teach people. What do you do? You teach Bible class. What do you do? You go and do great benevolent work. What did he do? He just swept and cleaned. He knew that his service was just as valuable as any other service that any of the rest of us were doing. And if you want to get much out of little, you have to appreciate that there is great value in your little. But it can be much.
And that's extremely important. Number four and finally on this, if you want to do much with little, like her, you don't think about the present. You think about the future. In the present, what happened? She took everything she had and gave it. Did she think about, well, how am I going to eat tomorrow? What about next week? Apparently not. She just said, right now, in this moment, at this time, this is what I'm going to give. And she said it because it's the future spiritually. You see, to get much out of little, you have to realize that maybe in the moment, this is all I can do, but it reaps great benefits in the future. And that brings me to the final point. Those who get much from little have a great effect on themselves in their own lives. Noah had no help for at least 20 years building the ark, unless he hired somebody. But when he finished that great task, in Genesis 9 verse 1, God said, the Bible says that God blessed him. God blessed him because he had done what God wanted him to do. And he was blessed because of it. His little became much. And he received a blessing from God. Number two. When Joseph went off into captivity because his brothers sold him there, he was little because, you know what, he had no support, no help, knew nobody. He was a slave in a foreign country away from all of his family. But because he stayed faithful to God, doing what God wanted, the Bible says in Genesis 39, God gave him great Success. When I take my little and I do much with it, I am successful. And God rewards me that way. In Luke chapter 7, a woman not given a name in Scripture. This is fascinating to me. Here's a woman for 2,000 years that has been known as the sinful woman. That's it. We don't know her name. But she came to Jesus, and she wanted to be healed, and she wanted to be cleansed. She wanted to be fixed spiritually. And when everybody else looked down on her and everybody else laughed at her and everybody else shunned her, she came to Jesus in her littleness. And Jesus said, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. 
When I take my little and I make much come from it with God, I find the peace of God in my life because I've just done what I can do. Finally, the churches of Macedonia, who themselves were very poor, wanted to be involved in giving money to the famine relief in Judea. And in their littleness, the Bible says that it was the grace of God bestowed upon them that allowed them to do it. When I take my little and I combine it with the grace of God, oh, much can happen. Today, I want you to know this. Maybe in the sight of other people and maybe in your own sight, you are little. But with God, He appreciates little. And He takes care of little. And He helps much come from it. It's really a small thing. It's really little. Simply to say, I believe in Jesus. And I want to be immersed in water to have my sins washed away. That's little. I mean, what does that take? How difficult is that? Not much. Not hard. But what is the effect? Eternal life. Much from that little. Today, if we can help you become one who gets much from little, we want to be that as a church, and our shepherds want to meet you if you need us while we stand and sing. We hope you enjoyed today's broadcast brought to you by the Richmond Church of Christ. We are located at 1500 Lancaster Road in Richmond, Kentucky. We meet on Sunday mornings for Bible class at 9 a.m., followed by our morning worship service held at 10 a.m. Our Sunday evening service is held at 6 p.m., and our midweek Bible study is held on Wednesday at 7 p.m. If you are in the area, we would love to have you as our honored guest. Thanks for listening.